0: Welcome to the Barry Centrals. On today's show, A-Dub and I break down the Khalil Mack trade to the Chargers and much, much more. A-Dub, what a weird and crazy fucking day.
1: Man, just a crazy day. It's been a crazy week, man, and hearing all the stuff that's been going on in uh, football. Yeah, but fuck all that.
0: I- I'm talking about what happened today. And what I'm worried about today is our brother Khalil Mack. One, a Khalil Mack that we trust over here on the DBE podcast. gone. Gone, gone, gone. Not to say that I'm necessarily surprised, but it still don't take away from the shock. And also, too, a little bit of this that Bears, that little meathead Bears fan of me. I, I'm a Mr. Guy, man. I mean, I remember A-Dub in 2018 when we traded for Cleo Mac. And I remember where I was at. I remember what I was doing. I was at the gym. I was getting ready. <laughs> I was training for a half marathon, man. And I was getting ready to hit the treadmill. And my phone just started blowing up. And honestly, I thought that somebody had passed away because nobody calls my phone like that, that early in the morning. Right. And that's when I started to get the text messages. We got Khalil Mack. We got Khalil Mack. And I'm telling you, brother, I didn't run that morning. I said, shit, I need to go home. I <laughs> was so excited. <laughs> right. <laughs> So to that point, I'm just thinking back to where I was at in that moment and how excited we all were because at that time when we traded for Cleo McDub, Ryan Pace had championship aspirations. He viewed that move as, hey, we're one player away. This is the guy that's going to get us over the hump.
1: That was a huge move, Prez. And you know what? It almost got us there, but you know what happened in that playoff game. That's another story. But Man, I was so excited to have this guy on the team, man. And um, he was a game changer, a difference maker for us that first season. I was like, this dude is that impactful. He's that dude.
0: Well, I don't know how close he got us. That's something else that we can reach. We'll, we'll <laughs> because you're right. You know, we did have that one season. Yep. We're not going to discuss what happened there in that playoff <laughs> game. But, but you make a good point, A-Dub. I mean, he was a game changer. When you look at that first game that he had against the Packers, the Inc. had barely dropped on that contract. He came in that game and he wrecked havoc. Had that pick six, had that strip sack on um, Hunley. I'm telling you, in that moment right there, as Bears fans, oh, brother, brother, brother. We all probably in that moment was thinking, we got six years with this guy as our game-changing pass rusher. And you know what? These pass rushers, they don't grow on trees. So at the time hey, when Ryan Pace made that move, A dub, I was just sitting over here like,
1: man, we ain't had one of these in a while. Right, right. That's the pass we gave Ryan Pace. Like, oh, you got him. Hey, we can give you a pass. <laughs> I mean, because I mean to, to
0: to 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 look back in the past, I mean, we did go out and get Julius Peppers. That was a good move. But I gotta, yep. I, 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 gotta tell you, when we got Khalil Mack, that one to me overruled the Julius Peppers acquisition. And, and Peppers was solid, but the Mac move, that one floored me. We got him at that time.
1: Oh, yes, perfect time back brought something a little bit more than what Peppers did. I mean, <laughs> dude, I haven't seen a guy like that, like you said, Perez, in quite a while, man. On our team, how much pressure he was replying as a one guy, it's like a one man show, Perez, just changing the game. So I thought his impact was a lot bigger than Peppers, though.
0: Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with saying that because I think that's fair. Now, you know, I'm gonna get self assured real quick, audience. One of the reasons why this trade... Now, I'm i am going to hit you guys with a couple different viewpoints by the time we get off this show. The first point, though, is my selfish point. Trading Khalil Mack, it bones me out a little bit, man, because well, I'm like, okay, when well, he was going to go to the Hall of Fame. In my mind, I was like, oh, he's going to go in there as a bear.
1: Now that we had traded him, he may go in there as a raider, Dub. I don't know. <laughs> man, that kind of sucks, don't it? <laughs> but now... Like you said, man, if that can happen to where now he's going to go and go to Hall of Fame as a Raider, that just kind of sucks. Again, I got a lot of thoughts.
0: I got a lot of thoughts. Because when you had a clear Mac, okay, that initial season, dope season. The second season, I thought, another solid season. But the last couple years, we've seen the injuries start to pile up. And I've talked about that. Correct. And so, for me, when you look at the fact that Ryan Poles made this move, audience, it doesn't necessarily surprise me that he went ahead and made this move for a couple reasons. I don't think that Ryan Poles is in love with this roster, meaning he didn't like the way that this roster was built. He didn't like the way it was comprised. And he talked about the fact that he needs to get draft picks because you build your roster through the draft. So when you look at this move of trading the Khalil Mack, while for me as a diehard Bears fan, same thing with Dub. it hurts to see one of your favorite players go. But then when you look at the move and you see, well, he got a couple draft picks in return and the Chargers
1: took all of that contract away. Woo. That is huge right there, taking that contract. I mean, let's, let's just be honest here.
0: Khalil Mack, 31, coming off a couple injury-riddled seasons. That contract was only going to just continue to be something that they had to look at and try to balance with the, a salary gap. So now you don't have that problem anymore. Secondly, we talk about it all the time on this show. You want to build around Justin Fields. Well, you got to build up that offensive of line. That offensive of line, as we all know, is not going to get it done as it's constructed today. So when a move like this, it frees up resources. It gives draft capital to polls. Sorely needed draft capital to build up that offensive of line, to give Justin Fields some resources on that
1: offense and receiver. You're right. With Justin Fields, absolutely, Perez freeing up the cap space to build most of that line. I think that offensive line is probably going to cost some change, man. It's going to cost some money to build that up. And um, that is one of the biggest things we need to fix. Well, as we
0: all know, when you have to fix mistakes from the past through the free agency, it is going to cost. That shit is not going to fucking be good. But they're going to have to gear up for it. If you want to play ball, you got to compete. You got to, you got to figure that out of free agency. But I do like Ryan Pohl's long-term strategy, which is to build through the draft. And we'll see what happens here. But I'll tell you one thing, Ryan polls The honeymoon is now over. Because I see Bears
1: fans. They coming for you on Twitter, baby. They coming for you. I'm not surprised on that, Perez, because this is a big move. A lot of fans, Khalil Mack, as you and I know. And for this to happen, that's a shocker, like you said. For me, surprising. It's like, hey, look, no one saw this coming, really. But it's, we are here now. So what are we looking to do next? So his next moves, Perez, Like, what was your game plan? Hey, at the end of the day, Bears fans were an
0: emotional fan base, but Khalil Mack was one of ours. I know that we didn't draft him, but he just felt like one of ours. That man, the the moment we traded for him, I immediately went out and bought a Khalil Mack jersey. Now, I also got to say this for our listeners out here. We're going to have a lot of guys that's probably not going to return back to this team. A lot of our favorite players that we bought their jerseys it's tough being a Bears, play, a Bears fan and buying these jerseys these players leave the damn organization. Because now <laughs> i this Khalil Mack jersey like, well, I guess I'm going to have to put
1: that in the case and
0: hang it up in the man cave.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm with you there, Prince. I mean, besides get a new one of, of other players who come in and do a great job. But yeah, that sucks to have to put that no. away. Don't tell them when you bought it too.
0: No, I'm I'm, I'm done buying Bears jerseys. Done buying Bears jerseys. Nope, nope. <laughs> Listen, I, I... Right now... I'm good with the jerseys that I have. I have a Walter Payton jersey. I got a Urlacher jersey. I have a Matt Forte jersey. I'll just wear I'll just wear those. I'll just wear those for now. You know what I mean? And and we're going to keep it moving. But the A-Rob jersey, potentially, I'm not going to be able to do nothing with that. <laughs> Think um, about the people that's got uh, uh, Hakeem Hicks jerseys. Ouch. And he may not be here, potentially.
1: Man, and that's what this actually move right here with Khalil Mack make you think about Chris, about the other people you're referring to who may not be here. If Khalil Mack can be gone, anybody can be gone. This roster, and I and I told this
0: to the audience, there's gonna be a lot of guys that are not gonna return on this team. I mean, I said that probably right when the season ended. A lot of guys yeah. that you guys like are not gonna be on this team. Now, I did have a listener, and you remember AW and he was like, Hey, is there any way that Eddie Jackson or Khalil Mack is not on this team? And I laughed at him. I'm like, oh, man.
1: <laughs> they ain't going to trade Khalil Mack. Ha, the joke was on me. Hey, me too. I didn't think it was what happened. But Ryan Poles coming in fresh eyes. Like, look. Hey, hey, look. It is what it is. I'm making changes. Major changes. Yeah. Well, the one thing, too, like I said, Ryan Poles saw an opportunity and he struck.
0: And so we'll see what happens. Now, I will say this. Khalil Mack is going into a great situation there with the Chargers. Oh, yeah. That, that is a, a really good team. He gets to live out in L.A. I got to tell you about that part. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's got a team where he's going to be pairing up with Bosa. That defense is strong. And they got that quarterback over there, boy, Justin Herbert. He is that deal. So I'm telling Khalil back, salute to him. He's going to be in the playoffs more than likely next season.
1: And for the Bears, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay, though. Yeah, we're gonna be all right, man. But like you said, with Khalil Mack, he ain't gonna lose any sleep over this move here. No, nah, man, Khalil Mack is a professional. He had been here, done that. I mean, he handled that trade from the Raiders
0: to the Bears, and he got drafted by the Raiders. You know, some of his best friends were on that Raiders team, so he handled that well. And he'll handle this move as well. He'll, he'll handle this move as well. But let's revisit though, A Dub, that trade when the Bears, as I talked about traded for Khalil Mack back in 2018. So back in 2018, when we got Khalil Mack. We got two draft picks from the Raiders. It be- I believe it was a, a second-rounder and a seventh-rounder. And then we gave them a shit ton of picks. I know they uh, ended up drafting uh, Josh Jacobs, one of the picks, and then David Arnett with, uh, with the other first-round pick. And then I think they had a third-rounder and a sixth-rounder that they had in the, the consequent years. So think about that. We gave up four draft picks to get Khalil Mack. Now, when this trade will be shipped him out of town, what do we get, audience? We got a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 sixth round pick. And as I mentioned, the Chargers going to eat up the three years and the sixty three point nine million dollars that are left on that contract. So, A. W., you look at that. Just look at it on the surface. How do you grade this trade? In it? And what are your thoughts about this trade
1: on both sides? I grade this trade, I kind of gave it a C. And here's why, Perez, because, okay, I get the fact we got his money off the books, right? But I thought that we probably got more for Khalil Mack. That's what I was thinking. And with Khalil Mack, we know how dumb he can be, what he's done. I understand he has some injuries. Okay, I get it. But it's still Khalil Mack. So for me, I wonder if we got the most value out of this trade. Like, okay, did we get as much as we can after seeing some of these other trades? I'm like, man, I thought we, Khalil Mack would have given us more than just that. Press two draft picks.
0: So, yes, I mean, when you look at it on paper, some could say, "Well, how come the sixth round pick couldn't have been a third round pick?" That was kind of what I was thinking. We couldn't get a two or three when Von Miller got traded from the Broncos. I believe they got a second and a third draft, third round draft pick. So that's kind of what I was looking at there. The the cleaning up the salary cap that's one issue. That's I mean that's one thing that was that was figured out here. For me, I agree with you, A dub. When you lose a guy like this, it's tough. It's a tough blow.
1: Not only to the fan base, but the locker room. Right. I'm glad you brought that up, Perez, because those are intangibles that <laughs> that this guy brings to the table. We can't forget about that. Hard-nosed guy who mowed the way, show these guys how to be professionals. Um, and work his butt off, right? Put the work in every single day and go above and beyond. And even including with him playing hurt, Prez. You and I talk about it all the time. You brought up every week he was hurt. <laughs> he was on the list, but still played. you know? So it's like you got a guy like that that you lose who, by the way, that's really hard with all those intangibles.
0: Now, one other thing to think about too, though, at 31, and with all the injuries that Khalil Mack has battled, he may have welcomed this change of surgery. This change of scenery because, as I mentioned a second ago, audience, or a little few minutes ago, he gets to team up with Bosa. That yep. means now that Bosa will be the number one in that pass rush tandem and Khalil Mack will be a two. And guess what? Khalil Mack's to be going to have He's going to go one-on-one now instead of being double and triple team like he was here in Chicago. So that may even rejuvenate him. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to flip out. If Khalil Mac has 15 to 20 sacks in this upcoming season, I'm going to flip the fuck out. So right now I'm trying to be all logical about this move, even though I'm not very happy with it because I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to give Ryan Pools a <laughs> chance here. I'm trying, Ryan. I'm trying. So I'm telling you right now, Perez is being cool with you. But I'm telling you, the moment Khalil Mac started making plays, I'm gonna lose my shit on this fucking show. I promise you I will.
1: You'd rather get rid of a guy a year early than a year late. Now, if he has a great year, Good for him. I'm looking at that next following year. Can he back that up? Now, he could. Maybe not. But if you could make Mac past two good seasons in a row, it's like, whoa, maybe we got rid of this guy a little bit too soon.
0: Listen, man, he's only 31 years old. And we're talking about pass rushers. As I mentioned, they don't grow on trees. Now, nope. we do got Robert Quinn, the sack king here. And we got Travis Gibson. Yeah, yes. and Travis Gibson stepped up in Khalil Mack's absence. So maybe Ryan Pohl saw enough on film. And he says, you know what? I feel good with 99 going into the season. But I want to warn our audience, as you guys know, Travis Gibson is no Khalil Mack. He is no 52.
1: (laughs) And that's one thing we want to forget right there, friends. I like Gibson. You and I talked a lot about him, right? The last season, past season, what he's been able to do. And he's shown us some good signs, some improvement, and probably going to be a nice little talent going forward. But like you said, Khalil Mack is something special.
0: Oh yeah, Clue Mac is Clue Mac. You know what I mean? And so while I have a lot of confidence in, in Travis Gibson. And I and I feel like, hey, you know what? It's his time to shine. He got a he's got a big opportunity in front of him. And I hope that when he saw this trade come across the wire today, that whatever workout he was doing at the time, he did a double one. Because we <laughs> depended on you 99. We are dependent on you, son.
1: Yeah, man. I know he's like, whoa, uh oh, uh oh. This means hey, the snaps go to me now all the way through, you know, and uh, they expected me to step my game up. So, and, and to some fans, they're probably going to say, oh, you know, they're going to start comparing him to Khalil Mack. You know how it goes, go, Perez. So for him, it's like, hey, get in the gym, man. Get that work going because if you don't do too well uh, of a Khalil Mack, you might get some shade coming your way.
0: From the Chargers standpoint, the Chargers had a shit ton of cap space. So, hey, they they saw an opportunity to strike, and this is what the Bears thought – in 2018, when we went after, when the Bears went after Khalil Mack, they at that time went after him with our cap space because they said, hey, we're this type of talent away. Now the Chargers are now looking at this situation and saying, why not? Let's go for it. Let's swing for the fences. And the fact that they were able to get a pass rusher, an elite pass rusher, and they didn't have to give up a first-round pick, I feel like that's a win for them. So when yeah. I was asking you about the great of the trade, as of right now, now the season hasn't been played, but right now I give the trade when the Bears initially got Khalil Mack from the Raiders. I thought we won that trade. At the time of that trade and even when you look at what the Raiders got after the fact, right now, when I look at this trade on paper, I think the Chargers have won this trade. So the jury's gonna still be out on what happens, uh, what happens down the road, but I give them a B plus, and I give the Bears a B minus for this move.
1: I think from a, like you said, man, pairing these two guys up with him and Bosa, we got we got a, we saw a little bit of that with Robert Quinn and Mac, of what they were able to do early on last season. Now those two can take it to a whole other level, man. So it's like <laughs> you talk about being one step closer to the goal of winning the championship. Khalil Mack just raised their stock over there. So, I mean, they just go to a whole other level, man, if they can continue to pick up where they left off at. So, to me, Chargers definitely got the victory over this, man, big time, especially to get some years out of Khalil Mack at an elite level.
0: Yeah, I think also, too, when you look at this move for the Bears, what's the signals to me is some sort of a reload or a rebuild. I know those aren't popular terms here, but as I mentioned, I don't think Ryan Ryan Poles – see, I'm already making that slip up. fucking Ryan's – but. I look at this situation, though, guys, and I say, Ryan Poles is looking at things and he's saying, hey, I have to be – well, these aren't really any of his guys. He didn't draft any of these guys. He didn't sign any of these guys. So he doesn't have that emotional attachment to them that a Ryan Pace had, right? So he can come in this thing with fresh eyes and say, you know what? No, we're going to go in a different direction. You know. So when it comes time to make a tough decisions, whether, whether it's a Tariq Cohen – whether it's an Eddie Goldman, whether it's the trade of a Khalil back, Ryan Poles is not going to fucking, he's showing you right here and now. He is not going to hesitate to make a move if he thinks it's going to make his team better.
1: And the thing about him coming in a situation like this Perez, and what you're kind of alluding to is that he's a guy who can be more objective in this. I know people like myself probably got a little emotions to this because we are tied, we're attached to Khalil Mack, but with him, I don't have, he doesn't have that kind of a connection with these players. So it's easy for him to make big decisions, easy moves for him because he doesn't have that relationship like that. So,
0: That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But again, when when you just look at like the the moves ahead for Ryan Pulse, man, the clock is ticking, brother, because right now you got our attention. So (laughs) what's good, brother? What is good?
1: I tell you what, I think, friends, if no one had this attention before, they do now. You know, making a move like that with Khalil Mack, you open that door up, you open Pandora's box.
0: Yep. And so, audience, if you guys are curious of what the cap savings, cap savings were on this, $6.1 million in cap space they saved by trading him. And so that gives them a little couple more dollars, you know, and as AW as, and, as and I talked about a couple episodes ago. We gave you three to four players that potentially could be cut as well. So this giving Ryan Poles even more money at his, at his disposal. So as you guys already know, we don't have a first-round draft pick in the draft because of the previous regime trading up to get Justin Fields. I'm all good with that move, whatever the case may be. But now you realize that Ryan Poles is really evaluating and seeing how he can acquire more draft capital. And that's what he did in his trade here.
1: Salute to Ryan Poles for making a big move that a lot of us wouldn't have made. But I just hope it all pans out. He got six draft picks in this draft, including
0: two second rounders and two fifth rounders. So again, if Ryan Poles believes that that the draft is the way to build your team and to build your roster, all right, man, let's just see what's up. Let's see what's up. So right now he's got those six draft picks. I'm gonna miss Khalil Mack. Loved everything that he brought to the table. The guy was a warrior. He played hurt. The guy didn't come in here. He didn't make excuses. All he wanted to do was ball. Now, I know the media probably were like, oh, he didn't talk to us much. Eh, he didn't really care about that shit too much. But when it came down to representing that jersey and that uniform, Cleo Mac did everything that we all as a fan base expected. And I know that he probably had a couple seasons there where people were trying to criticize him and trying to say stuff. But I promise you, if you look at the tape and you saw the effort that that guy put out there on the field, Khalil Mack left it all out there on the field for this franchise. And we were lucky to witness him for four seasons here in Chicago. I cherish the time as a Bears fan that I got to watch him out there on that field, the soldier field. Getting to watch him run through that tunnel. getting Seeing him running through, doing the high fives with his teammates. Seeing him run through the fireworks. Those are the moments why I'm over here talking about Khalil Mack and I'm smiling because I just remember the happiness that he brought me as a Bears fan. And I'm gonna miss him And I wish him all the luck, and I wish him all the best, man.
1: And all I can say is, man, he did fit the Chicago Bears culture. So, Khalil Mack, I know you're going to have some success going to you in the near future. Congratulations to you and your new endeavors. You know, good luck the rest of the way. But when it comes down to the future, Travis
0: Gibson, you're up, kid. Yeah, man. What's up? Show us what you got.
1: What's up, Travis? What's up, Travis? (laughs) Yeah, man. Travis, get ready for prime time, baby.
0: But like I said, uh, Bears fans, uh, sad day for us as fans. But we realize as Bears fans, players are gonna come and go, come and go. But this team is who we cheer for, and this team is who we ride with. So we'll see what happens going forward. But we're gonna bear down no matter who is running out there on that field because that's what we do. Well, audience, free agency is on the horizon next week. A-Dub and I are going to do an episode next week where we're going to break down by position group, the best bear targets. I know we gave you guys a couple guys and we kind of threw a couple names at you. We're going to give a complete complete list of targets in our next episode as we take you guys into free agency. A-Dub emergency podcast in the books and we are out.